fan lovers. Whispers in the Sea is an actual play series drawing elements from stories of fantasy horror, political drama, and swashbuckling action and adventure pirate stories. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. Did we get the treasure? We got a portion of what may lead to treasure that probably won't be ours. Don't worry too much about it. It feels stronger over here, doesn't it? Do you feel it overwhelmingly? Like, is, is it the only thing you can focus on? Well, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I feel much more comfortable in your bag than I would standing on the ship. Uh, you see right here in front of you is Katarina's decapitated head. <gasps> and you hear the voice in your head seeping like smoke. I got you a gift. There is this piercing sensation in your side as if someone has just taken a dagger and stabbed you with it. And immediately your mind goes blank and white hot and you have a vision. Lowering from the darkness is the decaying, dying head of Katarina. Large, as if a mountain in front of you being lowered in. So that's the good news. That's also medium news. Because I know a lot of us were expecting there to be a big treasure out there on that beach. And, you're, and there's a lot of people who are not buying this. Your captain has worked very hard to get all of us where we are now. As I recall, we work hard together and you got yours. Some things take longer to reap the rewards, whether they're for us or whether it's a relic that we return to the home it belongs to. That is what the ship is for. For a good part of my life now, I have been dealing in areas and in forces that I do not have the capability to deal with. And you are the only one that can help me. Can it wait at all? I do have some business to take care of. How long? Can I meet you tonight? Somewhere? Okay, fine. Okay. Yes. Get some rest, Felix.
land lovers, and welcome to another episode of Tales Yet Told, an actual play podcast dedicated to telling weird and fun stories full of imagination, thoughtful characterization, and inclusivity. I am your most humble of pirate lords, your uh, your skipper, and, uh, well, your very best friend. My name is Kendrick, or Kendo if you prefer. I use they, he pronouns, and with me today, as always, are the saltiest sea dogs this side of Caledora. Gus. I'm never going to get used to you just exploding into this, this <laughs> pirate voice. I'm never going to get used to it. <laughs> the audience will never hear the switch flip. I know, yeah. It's pretty brilliant. Uh, hi, I'm Gus. I use he, him pronouns. I will be playing Felix today, as per usual. Uh, yeah, who uses uh, he, him pronouns? And is just, uh, j- he's a, oh, man. <laughs> Felix is just in a in a whole, whole situation right now. A whole situation. Well, you know who else is in a whole situation? <laughs> Hilda. I am? Oh, no. <laughs> ah, you are now. Surprise. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm Hilda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be playing Avery, and Avery uses he, him pronouns. And Avery's still just a good boy. Just a good boy. You know who else is a good boy? Thor, uh, I almost said Thorin, but that's not your name. <laughs> it's Ellis. How am I supposed <laughs> I couldn't with huh? a straight face. Um... <laughs> They're rendered Uh, speechless. (laughs) Okay, I'm Ellis, and I use they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Thorn and Eldorus, who use he, him, and she, her pronouns, respectively. Reeled it back in. Reeled it back in. Well, you know who else reeled it back in? Marceline! Oh, I got a big one. Oh, oh. oh you got a big Hold on. Let me help you. Oh, it is. Oh, oh. oh. oh look at that. The oh. size of that thing. Why does it look like that? I don't. Is Are the waters here polluted? Is this Ohio? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, oh god! Hey, what's your guys' favorite arc of tales yet told? Mine is the the intro to Whispers in the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> All the role play that happens in there. Absolutely. Role. Hi. I'm sorry. Oh. This is still your introduction. Please. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, hi, I'm Marcy. I I reeled in a, a big one, and that big one. What's my character? Bryn. Oh my gosh. My little silly girl. Uh, Bryn uses she, her pronouns. Um, and I kind of just use too many to list. So fucking throw one and it'll be fine, I guess. Arr, amazing. And with this crew, we're doing another episode of Whispers in the Sea. And this is the time where I uh, take the voice off. Like a little, uh, like socks, almost. So easy. You just kind of slip them off and you throw them at the wall. Just like that mm. voice. Uh, at the wall. Yeah. At the, you don't <laughs> right throw at your our, socks at the wall? That's like a necessary My bed is component. like right next part to like the wall. So whenever I'm in bed, I'm taking them off. I'm just like kind of, you know, sliding down there and just, yeah, right at the wall. It's very satisfying. They like stick to the wall? They slide down? Yeah. 
<laughs> stick to the wall. Well, they, my my socks aren't that sweaty. They don't they don't cartoonishly like <laughs> to the wall and slowly slide down. Sorry for that foley I accidentally <laughs> did on. No, it was essential. It was necessary. Thank you. Welcome to another uh, episode of Whispers in the Sea. It's our pirate campaign that was supposed to be a mini arc, but here we are. Uh, 14 episodes later. This is our pirate game uh, where we are playing Rapscallion, the Powered by the Apocalypse game by Whistler, uh, which actually, not today, but yesterday, uh, our time, not your time, uh, we're in the past. It's Quick Start uh, came out uh, over on Magpie. Uh, the, it's getting really close to being a, like a, a full game. We took a look at the Quick Start and I'm... I'm very excited. It's it's got some juicy it's got some juicy ones in there. It's looking <laughs> good for sure. It's looking good. I'm excited. I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we of course are. We won't be uh, switching which version of the game that we're playing for this campaign just because we're we're getting kind of close to the end. It wouldn't really make a lot of sense, you know. Uh, and we also want to take some time to actually look through the game and. Uh, make the right choices because not everything about the game is the same. So we're going to have to find new ways to port things over, so on and so forth. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna give ourselves some time. Uh, so you will see us playing the new game. Hell, by the time we're doing season two of this, the full game might actually just be out by then. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm I, I I think we're all pretty excited uh, about about that. No, it looking through the pages, it's real juicy. It's it, they, they so, cooking. They, it's uh, let Whistler cook. They're cooking over there. Um, <laughs> amazing. Uh, so, but yeah, so we are still playing the uh, the Ashcan edition of Rapscallion, which is currently available uh, over on Magpie. But uh, just get the quick start because it's the new, it's the newer, and, and it's got more stuff in there. Uh, it's free over on Magpie. We're not sponsored yet. I'm looking at you, Magpie. Come on. Come, <laughs> Come on. on. Think about Come it. On. Just, Come on. Just send We're us. We're telling tales over here. You know. Let us cook. Okay. Um, Let us cook. <laughs> this intro has gone far too long. It is time. As it always does. For the waves. <laughs> Our camera fades in on a crowd of sailors on the deck of the Bois Perdue. All of them are situated up towards the stairs leading to the second deck up where the helm is, where Captain Hano, first mate Fontaneva, and our navigator, Bryn, stand atop looking down as whispers talk and commotion spread through the crowd of people. There's an uneasiness here, a tension ever thickening, but suppressed, held tightly and bound by a sense of hope that all of this work, all of this travel, all of this hardship is for a reason. As our camera moves through this crowd of people, we hear bits and pieces of the whisperings of, I can't believe she brought us all the way out of here for a fucking rock. I bet she doesn't even actually know what it is. Almost fucking dawned out here for a fucking piece of... It's fucking the last, you know what, next port I'm going. 
Next port we get to, I'm getting the fuck out of here. There's gotta be a better ship. At least a safer one. I don't know. I like the ship enough. It's the captain I don't like. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's time for a new one. And on that last line, our camera finally lands on Thorin, the center of all of this commotion. And it's died down, of course, after your invigorating speech, but you can still feel it. This is a pot slowly boiling over, the one you're fine-tuned to. They'll stay quiet for now, but you don't know for how much longer. Thorin, as you are kind of standing here amongst these people, I think you finally, like, as you're, like, just looking around, getting a sense of, like, what's going on here, I think you sense the presence of someone moving up behind you, a uh, taller, broad person, uh, very familiar to you as you turn around and see it's Johan. Mm. What do you think about it? Whatever do you mean? Well, surely you've got some opinions. How was your, how was your trip, you? It was fine enough. We uh, were able to get uh, some of the supplies. Uh, sadly, there were um, no places that had uh, the specific wood uh, we were asked to get. Uh, we were able to uh, get some that matched the descriptions, but... Uh, really? Not even at Luz? No, I, uh... Interesting. Not a lot of places with, uh, driftwood wood. Yeah. I worry a little bit about the... Normally, patchwork doesn't matter too much, but I worry about it here. However, we got plenty of resin, so we can keep it together. At least until we can find something better suited. All right. But yeah, other than that, uh... It was fine. It had been a uh, long time since last I've been. You're just a boy then, weren't you? I, uh, Yeah. Scarcely remember the place. I always find it interesting going to a new place and you're, you know, maybe you went there as a child and then you come back and you're seeing it from the perspective of being a half foot taller. <laughs> uh, well more than a half foot taller. <laughs> but That's kind of how I feel now. Being back on the sea. How was your uh, dig? Sandy enough for you? You know I only deal with beaches that have rocks. I like a rocky beach. Nice sandstone. That was not a rocky beach, friend. <laughs> yeah, I know it wasn't. You know it wasn't. That's why you're pestering me about it. Of course. Uh, Just checking in. Eldora spent the whole time with Avery alone, I heard. Yeah. She is uh, taking uh, quite a liking to them. She's talking quite a bit more. I noticed. Everything that we promised we wouldn't do this time around is coming back to haunt us. Hmm. I didn't agree to go on this ship until you told me you were coming. I'm glad you came. Can I help you meal prep? Ah, uh, if you like. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll turn and uh, lead you down into the... Commissary. It's not a commissary. This isn't a fucking prison. Um, to, <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Uh, no. Uh, it takes you down to the mess hall and the kitchen area. And our camera moves on over to Avery. Avery, you have just kind of separated yourself away from a very desperate-seeming Felix. 
saying that you were wanting to talk to Bryn, right? Uh, that is correct. Avery is starting to honestly get a bit of a headache from this ever-present vibration, yeah. for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just rattling through his skull, it feels like. And knows that Bryn has mentioned it before and wants to now touch base about it. So yeah. it's definitely not going to be swayed from that task by anybody. Yeah. So you uh, make your way through the crowd heading towards the direction of the stairs leading up to, you know, where uh, Bryn, Fontaneva, and Hano are. Uh, currently, uh, Fontaneva has pulled Hano over to uh, the side, like over towards the uh, banister of the ship uh, so that the two of them can converse in private all of this new information that Fontaneva just learned. And yeah, you see Bryn there. Bryn, if I may, how is Bryn feeling right now after having witnessed, you know, both this conversation and like learning all this stuff uh, from uh, the captain, but also having that moment with Katarina recognizing or not even recognizing, but kind of being frightened of your gaze? Bryn right now, I think, is a bit of a roller coaster in terms of how they're feeling. They've, you know, they went from an insane low to leveling themselves back out and having that peace and feeling okay for a moment. And then again, being thrust into a situation where you have to find your footing again. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, things things aren't okay again and you have to be okay with that. So I think Bryn is just kind of stealing herself a little bit and recognizing that, like, you know, now is a time to kind of be ready again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Avery, you walk up the stairs, you see Bryn, and yeah. Great. Yeah, I'll walk up to, you said Bryn is a little bit separated from, like, Hano and... Yeah, Hano and Fontaneva are off to the side uh, currently after that whole ordeal. Great. I'm just going to kind of sidle up to Bryn and just... Like, probably more direct than Avery's ever been with you. Just be like, Bryn, I uh really need to talk to you about something. Are you available right now? Oh, Avery, yeah, of course. Um, Is not is here not a good place for you right now? I, uh... N- no, well, if the answer question. is no. Anywhere's fine, honestly. I just, uh, I just need to, I just, uh... You're the only person that I know knows anything about this, and I, I need answers now. As you're kind of, like, very rapidly trying to speak and seem rushed, Bryn puts a hand on your shoulder and is like, It's okay, Avery. Let us, let's walk somewhere a bit quieter and somewhere to clear your mind for a moment. Is there anywhere on the ship you find particularly comforting to you? No. If I'm being honest... Uh, wherever you feel. <laughs> How about your quarters, Avery? Is that a place of safety for you? Sure. Perfect. Yeah, I think that Bren kind of walks with Avery down to Avery's quarters in like a place that is a bit less loud and full of people and, no- and noise. <laughs> On the walk down, uh, Avery's just going to immediately launch into speaking to you. So I went on shore and I, I went to this library and I was so intent on finding out more about the the arrowhead and about 
about you, honestly, as well. And I just, I, I, I think I went too deep and the arrowhead's gone and there's just this incessant hum that if this is you... what it's like, I, how did, how did, how do you function on this ship? I know you mentioned a hum and I didn't hear it and now I do. And it's so present I think whenever you mentioned hearing the hum, like as you were speaking, Bryn was kind of nodding and like looking back and like reassuring you and kind of just listening intently. And when you say you could hear the hum, Bryn's eyes kind of open a bit. And again, like she kind of moves closer to you to comfort you. Do you want to know the truth, Avery? Always. When I first heard the hum, I was scared. It rattled me to my core. I spent weeks, months, years afraid of what that meant afraid of those sounds and the things that i saw it's going to be scary i'm not going to lie to you about it it doesn't have to be for all too long i mean you see me here i've done the same things you have and albeit a bit um worse for wear i'm still here what troubles your mind in particular is there anything you can single out I know you said the hum, but there's a lot of things you said. Arrows, library. What, what is the thing that's circling in your mind right now? I don't understand why it's humming. Why is everything humming? Why is the helm humming? They have a connection to the stars, Avery. And for better or for worse, you believe. And that's what gives it its power. You can choose to ignore that if you wanted. It'll still hum, for sure. Um, you can push it down and recontextualize these things. Many people, if you talk to them, may say, you got tinnitus or something, or tinnitus may it be. <laughs> but I think my explanation is more helpful to me. And I think the answer is finding something that speaks to you, Avery. Why do you think the ship hums? Why do you think the ship speaks to you? That's what's important. I don't understand what I'm what I've done to change that. I I listened for the hum when you told me about it the first time and I didn't I didn't hear it and feel it and have it inhabit my body in this way. How do you ignore it? Ignoring it is a choice to make, Avery. You didn't do anything wrong. It's just you happened upon something that sparked your interest and you started to look a little deeper and you started to want to believe. Ignoring it is a choice. It will not go away if you ignore it. It is a choice to choose how you handled Avery. If you want to ignore it, I can try and help you with that. Um, but in my experience, the thing that brought me the most... Well, I guess the thing that brought me the least pain and suffering was learning to live with it. Things change us, Avery. Things that we don't have control over, things we do have control over, it doesn't matter. They happen, and they change who we are. Are you going to ignore that change? So, I, I was already nervous. You're making this sound very permanent and scary, and I, uh... Is this what... Am I becoming like you? Or was this a step in your 
I'm sorry. Everything is so loud and so confusing, and you're very vague at times, Bryn. I'm going to be honest. I just... I understand Avery. And I imagine, like, as, like, you know, we've been walking, but we probably get to Avery's room, and, like, Avery sits down. Um, and I think as we get into Avery's room, I am going to use Kairos. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Uh, would you read Kairos for me? Kairos is, if you wish to make time stand still, roll plus fit fire. The fates take a raise on a 10 plus. The world stills for a minute and only you and people you choose with whom you have rank are unaffected. On a seven to nine, as with 10, but it affects everyone but you. On a six minus, you can halt the progress of time for only a few moments. It affects everyone but you. Okay. I think as like Bren is doing this, um, Bren like takes Avery's hand and like sets him on like his mattress and is like, Breathe with me for a moment, Avery. Um, and Hilda, would you be willing to help me on this role by any chance? Can you can sure. you assist me on this? Sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. I will allow you to assist on this. Spend that bond. Cool. Um, and then I have a question: Is can I can I add can I use luck on this role or no? Yeah, yeah. You can spend uh, one luck to get take uh, to take plus one forward. Okay, so I'll get a plus one on this, and then I have a plus one with... Um, From Avery. Yeah, so I have a plus four on this roll. Uh, you just need to roll a six or higher. I have a 50% chance, right? That's about right? Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about even average. Fuck. What'd you get? I got a fucking eight, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we can do something with this, because uh, you got a specific weakness right now, which is starstruck. Which means I pick another trigger for your visions. And you know, I had already picked what that trigger is after a conversation we had. Oh, uh, do you want to know what trigger I chose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's that? It was you using this specific move. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Because I thought... Oh, wouldn't it be kind of crazy if they were to receive a draining vision? <laughs> While they try to stop time, wouldn't that be a grand old time? Oh, shit. This is spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on a seven to nine, uh, it it is as with 10 plus. So, uh, but it affects everyone. Wait, but it affects everyone but you. So, yeah. So you are not frozen in time. Uh, everyone else is... And I also take a raise, which is fun. I don't know what a raise oh. is, and it doesn't specify, but I can. I'm. I'm going. I have a great <laughs> interpretation of what I think a raise oh, is. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> and it's very, very good. Um, awesome. As the two of you are standing in this room, holding each other's hands, are you like kind of like facing each other, holding each other's hands, or are you like side I, I by side? I imagine so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the two of you are facing each other, holding hands in this dimly lit room filled with books and notes of all kinds of of everything that you have found on your travels, Avery. All of the fantastical magical, mundane even things about the world that you have been slowly allocating in all of these books. The two of you close your eyes and take a breath. 
feeling the reverberations of the world in unison, the same hum. And as the two of you begin to breathe in sync or whatever facsimile of breathing that Bryn has, you can feel the reverberations of each other. You can feel the space you take up in potentiality. All of this energy flowing, thrumming. And Avery, it, there's a certain amount of this that might feel calming in a way. It's not as if the humming is gone in this moment, but it feels like your body and your brain can process it in a way that feels less overstimulating rather than a chaotic mess of vibrations and hums from all over at different frequencies and different ways. It feels more stable. And as the two of you are there and the candles in your room kind of flicker from wind that isn't there, and papers begin to flop and blow as if being pushed by a gust of wind out from you. They free in midair, papers hanging in the air around you. And you keep trying to take in this breath, Avery, and there is a moment where you are trying to do that motion and you find that you can't, where it's like you're stopped mid-breath, and you can't breathe out, and you can't move, but you're still conscious in this moment, feeling the humming of everything around you, but now no longer in control of your body. You feel nothing other than the hum. You smell nothing other than the hum. You taste nothing other than the hum, and you see in front of you as Bryn, you are having this sensation as you are feeling the excess hum that has been pulled from Avery in this moment, amplifying your abilities. You can still feel, but now you feel a lot. And in this moment, as you're feeling a more pulsing hum, a more chaotic feeling hum. You feel your vision of Avery, who's kind of frozen in this moment, mid-breath, be pulled from you, and you're in the dark. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. A dark so deep and penetrating that you cannot see anything. Not even the teal and fuchsia glow of your starlit body. There is just darkness here and a whisper floating in the void. The liars are coming. Is that you? No, I shouldn't speak to you. No, 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 no. You're just another liar, just like the rest of them. <laughs> yes. And then you start hearing more whispers. Listen to us, sister, please. We are still here. We still want to help you. No, 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 no. I will not listen to you. Not in this moment. There's someone else here. And out of the darkness is this large, black, with iridescent edges, somehow glinting in the dark. It's a hand. 
with fingers outstretched and slowly pulsating in and out. Not so much as to bend it all the way into a fist, but almost as if they were scratching at something. It's about the size of your head. And in the middle of the palm is an open, organic eye in the middle of this stony black hand. It's bloodshot. An iris is dilated wide, and it just stares at you, pulsating its fingers. There you are. Oh, you're not a liar. Sister, <laughs> are you coming here? I'm not sure where here is, but I promise you I am no liar. Oh, I know you're not a liar. The liars. Oh, no, 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 no. We do not listen to them. But a sister. When was last I saw a sister? Are you the one speaking to the boy? I know no boy. Then how have you come here? I've never felt your presence before, not here. Where is here? Do not tell her. You hear a whisper in the void. She is not to be trusted. Not like this. Another whisper. Mm -hmm. I thought here was inside my own mind, but I think I've been mistaken. We often are. And you see as the pulsating fingered black stone hand slowly like looks around in the area that you are, almost as if looking at other things or people searching the area. The liars are here. You call me sister and you say things like liar. Who are these people to you and who are you? By what name can I call you? I call myself Bryn. And I come here to speak to you. I expect the same. Sister, do you not recognize one of your own? And out of the darkness, you see a figure begin to stand up as if they were in a fog of black. You see that the arm that is connected to this hand is connected to kind of their right clavicle as you're like looking at them from behind, you see that in this darkness, the back of this person is kind of this dark fur that almost kind of like starts off as fur and then slowly becomes feathers at the ends of it. And it is painted in teals and fuchsia along the back and, like, upper, like, shoulder part of this person, like, uh, lower, like, back neck. And they're wearing this dark robe uh, that goes from, like, uh, just kind of, like, over their shoulder uh, and, like, down to the back and into, like, a long, flowing, like, robe. And uh, there are horns growing out of the front of their head and you're only really seeing like the back of it and it's kind of wrapped in what almost looks like vines it's hard to tell in the darkness but the way in which it twists and turns and is kind of thorned at the edges gives you the impression of vines and they have their back turned to you with just this pulsating hand looking around and then they turn and you get the edges in this darkness of what looks like almost like a bandage wrapped around the face of this person, like covering the eyes. Sister. 
Be not afraid. I believe we are separated by distance, but not that far. I assure you I'm not afraid. By what means do you know of these things? I don't... I haven't felt your presence until now. Sister, <laughs> the gods gift us with many gifts, both ethereal and tangible. Sometimes the more tangible ones bring us closer to them. Sister, I'm lost, and I have others here who've learned of the hum, and they're scared. I ask, what do you know, and how do I know you can bring us solace? Sister, I can bring you solace, because I have found it. Serenity, peace, a one with both past, present, and the potential. I believe we shall see each other soon. The lives have spoken. In this time, I will listen. And she becomes shrouded in the darkness again, and you find yourself pulled back into your body. And you're here with Avery. And Avery, almost with a sudden start, you find yourself able to breathe. Did I see any of that? No. You stood here. What, what do you think, Marcy, what do you think Bryn looked like physically as she was having that vision? Because that is what Avery has been looking at for what maybe amounted to five seconds for you, Avery. I think as this vision happened, the form that you see Bryn have, you know, in the day-to-day -day basis, almost cracked and broke to pieces, floating in air, and out from the shattered pieces stepped a, like a silhouetted star that stood illuminated with vast spirals of fuchsia and teal surrounding it. And as time returned to normal, Bryn, that same silhouette, was encased inside of the form you've grown to know as Bryn. Gosh. Um, <laughs> I think, like, coming out of that state, even though it was so quick, um, mm -hmm. it was. it's like the, the latent panic catches up with Avery and he starts gasping for air and kind of doubles over grabbing like the edge of the bed and realizing that he's fully back and able to move again. I think Bren is kind of rubbing his back and consoling him and is like, you felt it Avery, right? And like, I think while Bren is talking, there is like a mess of noise inside of her own head, but she's trying very hard to like not show that for Avery because she knows that Avery needs the the safety right now that you know what's important right now is that Bryn shows Avery that it's okay I, I I couldn't move or breathe for a second and you you looked very different we all change from time to time Avery but you felt the hum it became one that moment that you were stuck in for some time you felt the unity of that hum, did you not? It was terrifying. It takes learning to recognize these things and recontextualize them. You will hear this hum, and all I can ask is you learn what parts to listen to that help you. To each their own, or everyone walks their own path. 
everyone finds the things inside themselves that make sense. Avery, when I ask what scares you about the hum, what is it? What is it that truly causes you terror? Um, I think Avery has to sit with that question for a while. I think just it's, it's vastness. It's unending, incessant nature. The way that I can feel it had no start and will have no end. Do you not feel this when you look at the sky, Avery? Do you not feel this when you look off the edge of the ship? When you take a breath of air? When you wake up in the morning? Everything in this world can seem vast. Anything can seem insurmountably large. But you wake up, you look at the sky, you take a breath, and you've learned to look off the edge of that ship, and it doesn't seem to phase you as much anymore, does it? No, but those those things have beginnings and ends that are explainable, and this one does not. The beginning and the end, Avery, is you. It begins with you, and it ends with you. You are its totality. Avery just lets that one sit for a while and looks up at Bryn with just kind of a weariness to him. Thank you for your help, Bryn. I will try to work on reframing my approach to this. It's not an easy task, Avery, I understand. But you'll be okay. I promise. You'll be okay. I think uh, that gets a a wry grin out of Avery. And I think with that, our camera cuts over to Felix. Now, Felix, where have you been this whole time while you've been waiting for uh, Avery to finally be ready to have the conversation the two of you need to have? I think Felix has been pacing. On, like, just on the deck of the ship? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think he has been avoiding eye contact with with anyone. And he has been, any attempt to make conversation with him, I think he's just kind of been brushing it off. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I, and I think for the most part, people are like fairly busy right now where it's like b busy in the way of like, OK, yeah, we're going to our next destination. We know what that is. We need to set our heading before nightfall so that, you know, by that time we can all go to fucking sleep and like get ready for whatever tomorrow is going to bring. So I feel like a lot of people right. are probably, you know, um, preparing for that because they also, you know, dinner's coming up soon. So they're trying to get all of that out of the way so that. They can have a nice dinner and go fuck to sleep. And so, yeah, I, th I think a lot of people aren't bothering you right now. I think the really the only thing is that you've got this bird that won't stop looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of a thing where uh, I think he's, you know, he's, he's pacing, he's, he's walking back and forth. And I, I think he like notices Eldorus at one point and then just like, yeah, just what, whatever, you know, keeps walking. Mm -hmm. And then on another pass, like notices again and like lingers a little longer, but then keeps going. And it, it, it just it just strikes him as a little stranger every time. Mm -hmm. um, Understandable. Yeah, I think at a certain point he he stops for a more significant amount of time and makes eye contact with Eldorus. And I think he's just uh, trying to figure this out, trying to trying to be like, what is this bird doing? Yeah. Hey, Eldorus, uh, Felix uh, stopped pacing finally and is just staring at you. 
I'm sorry I snapped at you earlier. Uh, I think Felix raises an eyebrow from under the mask. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And he just says, yeah, no worries. I'm sorry. What, 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 why are you? Why are you staring at me like that? Shoo. Away now. Don't approach suddenly. Are you going to be kind? Am I going to be kind? Yes. Uh, sure. Your tone is unconvincing, Felix Gomier. I'm sorry. To whom am I speaking right now? Um, hey, Gus? Yeah. Have I told you who leads the sparrows? No. Okay. I'm going to DM you something really quick. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, I just sent it. Wow, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So your reaction that was perfect. That is something to consider. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, okay. Who do you think you're speaking to? I think I'm speaking to a bird. <laughs> but I suppose... The particular bird that I'm speaking to does make a difference. It does? What do you want? Well, I was hoping you'd tell me something more interesting. I'm just Eldoris Felix. What do you need? You seem to be desperate constantly. I need to speak to Avery. I, I, I think you overheard that, didn't you? I did. You're just Eldoris. Yes. Huh. Nice to meet you. So no one else can hear our conversation? What? No. I... Ah, well, that's fine then. I'm just looking out for Avery. I thought... I thought it would be important. I don't... I don't intend to... to hurt Avery in any way. I hope... I hope you know that. I didn't. I suppose I have not exactly fostered an attitude of trust amongst the people of this ship. No. Let me ask you this. After you speak to Avery, then what will you need? Then I'll need... I... I don't know. Um, I... I suppose I have a... Some... Some pretty immediate issues that I need to speak to Avery to address, to solve. And after that, I... I, I suppose I... I suppose I just stay on the ship. And all is well. All is just the same. I hope for your sake, things don't stay the same. I hope so, too. I am going to trust you, what you say, that you won't harm Avery. And I am going to help you. I'll talk to Avery and say that there's no reason that he should be concerned about this conversation, just that it's important. That I spied on you all day and that truly all you seem is concerned about something or someone. I will do that for you. Thank you. I don't know what to say. Don't know if... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 still a, a, I'm still a bit at odds with the fact that I'm speaking with a bird. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the one of magic. To be, to be honest, while I live in that world, I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily know much about it. <laughs> I don't either, to be honest. To a detriment, actually. I know what it ah. feels like to be trapped 
with no choices. I am a peculiar creature, as are you, and so sometimes I can fit into places and make things happen that are difficult, that would be difficult otherwise. If you are lurk looking to better your circumstances and you need someone who's flexible, let me know. I will certainly keep that in mind. I, hmm, I suppose I should offer the same to you. I suppose I don't really know you very well. Well, I'll keep it in mind as well. I'm going to go fetch Avery. I don't know how long I'll be. That's, that's fine. Take your time. Understood. And she takes one last long and then kind of solemn look at you. There's pity, genuine pity. And she swoops up and flies towards Avery's quarters. Yeah, uh, Eldorus, you get up, you fly down, uh, down through the lower decks to where you know Avery's room is, kind of uh, peck at the door to get there. No, I no? mean, okay. she has spoken to Avery. Okay, that's so, fair. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and, you know, uh, his quarters are more in a private area anyway, and honestly, she is caring less and less about who hears her talk. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so she says, I'm, I'm sorry, Avery? Would you happen to be in there? Bryn and Avery, this is happening, like, basically at the end of the conversation that we left you all at. So, like, in that moment, whatever Bryn and Avery was feeling, this is when you hear this voice come from behind the door. Avery, you know this is Eldorus. Bryn, you've heard <laughs> this <laughs> tone before, but I think the full sentences makes it feel strange. Like a new person. Understood. Can I ask a real quick question? Yes, of course. What moment did Eldorus and um, Felix freeze on? Or did they not feel that effect? Oh, what moment did they freeze on? Maybe in the moment where Eldorus asked, who do you think you're talking to? Is when the freeze <laughs> Just happened. lingered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Bryn is, yeah, I think hearing that voice, Bryn, like, is, like, almost doesn't show it to Avery, but thinks for a moment, like, is am I still hearing the person that I saw? Mm-hmm. Like, are they here? Is that them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, like, like goes to Avery. He's like, um, Avery, uh, stay, stay seated. Um. I can, I, I can I'm like answer. getting up from the bed and I'm like, it's it's just Eldorus. Eldorus? What do you mean? I Avery. I mean Eldorus. What an awful lot has happened in the last day, I suppose. Hello? Is anyone there? <laughs> I'm coming, Eldorus, sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I get up off sorry the bed and I open me. the I open the door. Oh. Hello, Avery. Hello, Eldorus. Are, are you doing okay? been better but that's fine what oh what's, no what seems to be the well um <laughs> i just wanted to <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just imagining Bryn being there like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> no you're good no you're good i'm sorry for my outburst i was just no, no, the image so was very no, funny to me it's I no, it's ideal. It's perfection. Yeah, because this is this is mundane now to Avery. Avery's gotten yeah. over it. Mm-hmm. When like two days ago, this was the weirdest shit that Avery had encountered. She kind of sheepishly at f- first, but then 
more boldly, you know, comes in and says, She's hopping. <laughs> yeah, like she kind of flies in and sit in, you know, lands on the desk and she's, well, I wanted to, oh. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Bryn is also here. Hello, Bryn. I probably should have led with that. Oh, no, of course. Who's in, who's in your home is, is your business. Uh, hello, Eldoris. Hello. I, well, it, if you're having a discussion, I mean, I can... No, by all means, you, you are welcome to stay. I'm just... I've never quite heard you speak like this before. Um, and it's a little concerning. Um, this is the thing that's concerning to you, Bryn? So Avery just fully stops and is like, this is the thing you find weird? I don't think I'm going to peek past a ghost thinking I'm the most peculiar thing in the room. I hope that's okay to say, Bryn. None taken, Eldorus. Um, why now do you speak? I beg your pardon? I guess you've been aboard the ship for quite some time now, and I haven't heard you say much at all, but now... I've been very militant. Understood. I'm sorry. Please continue with Avery. I don't mean to disrupt or be intrusion. Oh, no, 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 no. I've, 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 I, I've came on too strong too quickly. I'm sorry. Um, what's your experience with Felix, Bryn? He's a spitfire for sure. Um, oh, yes. There's something, well, there's something troubling about the boy, but I find it endearing and I find it, to be honest with you, intriguing. I think I've realized he's dangerous, but I don't know that he genuinely means harm. At least not to me, and not to Avery, I don't believe. At least not now. Sorry, I'm thinking aloud. Um, Avery, yes, I think you should be fine. That's why I came here, was to tell you that I think you should be fine. To speak to Felix? I followed him all day, you'll, you see. And, like I said, peculiar, dangerous. Dangerous, that one, but not... Not to you. Not in any real way. Not at this time. I think he genuinely just needs help. Are you certain, Eldoris? Because the Felix that I just encountered mere moments ago was trying to take my bag or take my things and... Felix is trapped. I don't know in what way, but they're trapped. Beg my pardon. What did I miss on this island? Felix left the ship, you know, not not necessarily the kindest or quietest of fellows, but nothing to this extent. What's changed? Oh, nothing that I know of. We're all about the same. Avery? I, do, I don't know. I've had next to no conversations with Felix, and now he is... Who was with him off the ship? Where was he? It was Thorin, Hanno, Katarina... And then Felix Katarina himself. was with Felix. That's right. Where's Thorin? Oh, um, I believe he wandered off with Yo. Johan, sorry. Avery, I, I'm sorry. I Do you mind if I go seek out Thorin? We can go together if you'd like. I think that Katarina's in grave danger, or already has been. If you believe Felix is dangerous and has been with those all day and with the shadowy coin and all these sorts. Well, well. Something is not right on this ship. Uh, well, um, I, oh, oh dear. I may have minced my words a little bit, I think. Um, I think Avery's just a little bit defeated feeling at this point, And it's like, sure, 
let's just whatever's next i don't i don't know i'm not in control of this narrative anymore you think i should find thorin and honestly i think i i i'm tempted to go to the captain and ask about the captain i no let's go to felix you and me let's go to felix and bryn if you really need to you go to thorin like i said he should be somewhere about in the kitchen or near and around you if it's no bother i'll think I'll be leaving now. And Bren, like, moves to the floors and then allows you two to continue your conversation. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I I don't think that went as nice as our first conversation. I, like, scratch Eldorus on the head. I'm like, well... She didn't expect that and is shaken but just leans into it. Oh, <laughs> She'll warm up to you as well. I'm sure of it. Okay. So... What has you suddenly advocating for our, our dear Felix? Because I think he needs something from you right now, and I think once he has it, he'll leave you alone unless he has another reason to bother you. I think the sooner it's dealt with, the sooner he'll let you be. I don't think he's the kind of person to stop. But I also don't think he means to hurt you in this case. A glowing review. All right, let's go find him. Okay. I'd rather have somebody else to oh, certainly. watch if over If he tries things. anything, I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> I promise oh, well, you. Doris. I don't know if we need to be that drastic, but... No. If he hurt you, I would kill him. I think Avery's trying to picture how Eldorus would be able to kill Felix, and it's just coming up with, like, biting and pecking at him. He's like, all right. Or she'd scratch his eyes out. <laughs> I appreciate... I appreciate the sentiment. I don't believe it will come to that. Oh, it certainly won't. As I said, he has no intention to harm you. Now let's come. And she hops up. She's manic right now, I think. And uh, she just flies almost too fast for you to follow her properly. But you're, I think you're able to. Okay. The camera follows the two of you as you head back up to uh, top deck where... Felix, uh, where you last were, where Eldori said that she would come back and uh, meet up with you, with Avery. Yeah. Which ended up being, like, what, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. So that's... <laughs> she got him there very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good time. Pretty good time. Uh, so, yeah, the two of you uh, run up, and uh, uh, the you all see Felix. Felix, you see them. I think Avery stops at a somewhat unfriendly distance but still within you know conversation just a, there's there's a there's a defined distance though that he is putting between felix and himself i think you three are in like a triangle right now you know mm -hmm. eldoris is kind of perched on a post and then you two are standing on the deck and it's you know she said all right um avery is here to listen to what you have to say as promised okay um, Avery? Felix? I suppose I should lead with, I am sorry for trying to pickpocket you, um, that was, but I, I, I hope that after, uh, I have said what I need to say, that you will, you will understand why I, uh, why, why I did that. And Avery just kind of, like, leans back, kind of folds his arms, and after a beat says, all right. Let's hear it. Um, Felix opens his mouth to 
and just kind of starts saying more. Uh, and then he like kind of looks around like who all is 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 around. Um, I think like there's no one like in like your direct vicinity, but there are definitely people like still around, you know, as I said before, like, I think we're getting to a point in time where most of their end of the day activities are kind of wrapping up and dinner is fast approaching. Uh, so, or I'm supper, whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, they, uh, yeah, people are kind of in that, like right before dinner mood and are mostly talking amongst themselves. Uh, I think they've generally gotten the vibe that you didn't really want to talk to anyone. Uh, and so they're like, all right, they're <laughs> going to give you your space. And so, yeah, there's no one in your direct vicinity. There are other people on the deck, though, as well. Um, I think if you were to speak lowly enough, um, you, are, you would be fine speaking here without uh, anyone accidentally overhearing it. Okay. I think even so... I think Felix takes like a step or two closer to to Avery, um, just to just to be sure. Avery's hand reflexively lands on his bag. I think I think Felix sees this and like kind of puts his hands up, just like showing like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not trying I'm not, anything. Yeah, here. I'm not trying anything. And he says, Avery, I am a murderer. Um, more specifically. I am an assassin for hire. I think eh, most people don't know this about me, although I th I think it is not surprising to those who learn it. I I can't I can't fault anyone for that. And for all of my life, this has been my trade and and my life, and it has been just that for all this time. But it has gotten a little too, well, a little too close to other parts of my life. I... <sighs> Are you supposed to kill me? No, not you. I was, I was supposed to kill Katarina, but I didn't. And I'm not going to, because I renegotiated the contract, so to speak. Okay. But, but the person with whom I negotiated the contract... Well, he he wanted some things in in return. I'm feeling this is where I come in. Yes. Um, two, th two things. I need the arrow and I need um, to to borrow. I need to borrow your journal. I, I, I just need to borrow it and, and then you can have it back. Oh, dear. I'm sorry, Felix. Well, I'm afraid I can't help you on... The arrow is gone. Yeah, the arrow is gone. Eldorus is correct. Oh, okay. But it was my fault. It was our fault, Eldorus. Mostly mine, honestly. No, no, it, it was... And Eldorus kind of shoots you a look to almost like pleading look. <laughs> it, it, was, it was mostly me. Um, what do you mean it's gone? Where is it? Used up. We weren't sure of its nature. When you physically touch it, it transfers you in a sense. And once 
I had touched it, it then fell into dust after. That's what happened. I see. Okay. Well, that is definitely... Give me a moment. Hello, Eldoras. Can I get you to give me a hoodwink roll with this lie <laughs> that you're trying to push? Yeah. You think you're clever? <laughs> you think you're hoodwinking someone with a clever lie? Well, sounds like you need a roll plus polish, uh, whatever Thorn's polish lie is. polish. Can I That's help? That's the move. Please Are, help uh, me. Yeah, yeah. You can you can spend, uh, if you have bond with, El do you have bond with Eldoras? Yes, we got think, it. Yeah. The power of friendship. Yeah, we the did. The power of friendship. <laughs> okay, all right. So, uh, uh, yeah, you can spend uh, one rank to, uh, to to add plus one go, to Eldoris. this roll. You okay, then one. that's just a clean roll then. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. The dice will say. Wait, can I use luck? Uh, yeah, you can add another plus one to this. That's a nice thing to see. You know, it's a good thing to happen to me for once. So that's a 10 plus one. That's an 11. 10 plus one. That's an 11. Amazing. All right. On a hit, you've pulled it off. That's awesome because I legitimately don't know what part of that was a lie. <laughs> there you go. It all works out. <laughs> None of it. Is the, <laughs> that that None of it as far as you know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Since I did make that, can I tack on? Uh, it's only me asking Felix for something. And he can say no, obviously. Eldorus looks at you and says, is there any possible way that I could help explain to this person that has you under their thumb? I could explain what I, what happened to the arrow, what I did. Um, no, I, I don't think that would be good for anyone. Oh, okay. Well, it's on the table. Okay, I will keep that in mind. If nothing else works and it comes down to it. Yes, then the book. I'm sorry I keep talking. No, no, you're fine. Aldoris, it's fine. But mm. Felix, as for the notes, I they'd be dangerous in the wrong hands. And I don't know whose hands you are putting them in if they are not your own. Oh, dear. I wish I could tell you that those hands weren't dangerous, but I, Avery, I, gen I genuinely don't know. And, um... I, I, I don't think so, but I don't know. I could perhaps curate a section of notes that would be available, less volatile perhaps, less useful. I assume this person doesn't have any particular knowledge of what they'd be looking for in these notes. I, I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I have renegotiated my debt with him for too long and he is he is not um taking many uh many liberties with me anymore would he know if avery adjusted the notes and put in filler would he actually be able to tell he's never seen it before right eldorus i've i've fooled everyone on this ship every single person i've fooled Everyone that I've ever met in my entire life, except for him. Oh, dear. Look, Felix, I... I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go see if I can't... I need to see to something that may or may not be of use. Bless you both, and <laughs> I will check in 
shortly. We will figure this out. And she hops up, <laughs> flies in the direction of Thorn and Bryn. Uh, I love Eldor so much. As, as, as she flies away, Felix just says, that is one remarkable bird. She definitely is. Look, Felix, I am inclined to believe you and help you. However, as I said, it would reflect badly on myself and I would feel careless if I was to hand over everything that I know. I do have influence in places. If I knew who this person perhaps was, I could perhaps help you. I I know people. People know me. I could perhaps pull some strings for you. Perhaps. I don't know if, um, I don't think this is someone that you could influence. I'm pretty sure he has been listening to our conversation this whole time. I don't know if you would want me to tell you his name. So he is with you? Yes. Well, I have an inkling of what this entails. Is this a thing I've this, probably encountered before? I, I mean, or like at least in reading and such? Like in reading, like possession is a thing that happens in this world, right? This yeah. could be any, this could be a ghost. This could be a demon. <laughs> This could be a god. You don't yeah. know. Well, I guess I don't from, know. If, I don't know the specific. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, no, that, but that like, is a totally believable thing to yeah. be like. Oh, something is like attached. inhabiting yeah. you or attached to you in yeah. a way that mythologies yeah. all over the world have some form of belief of otherworldly spirits somehow tethering themselves to this world through the use of other people's physical forms. Like that is just a a, a truth that is believed across this world. Okay. I think that does give me a little bit more clarity there, Felix. Um, so a demon god, perhaps? Something? I think god is not quite it. Demon seems closer. Well, shit. Yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Roll credits. Outro plays. Oh my god. Cliffhanger. Tumblr ass. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Whispers in the Sea. It's been a wild one, gang. Um, here we are again at the end of it. Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever podcast you're listening to this on. Most of them got a way to review. It's just a wonderful mm-hmm. way for us mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. how you all feel about the show and a, a way for you to share with other people how you feel about the show. And tell your friends, too. Yeah, just go yell at people on the street. Yeah, yeah shout to people, people on the street. Get in the Discord! Well, if you, if you take public transit, I want you to... To get a speaker and play it on the train <laughs> or the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in, in the station, at the bus stop, just play it. Just yeah. play our podcast. And when people um, go, hey, anywhere. what is that? You can go Tales Yet Told. Get our logo tattooed on your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. not to a forehead. Uh, somewhere else yeah, on your, your forehead. Body. Okay, if yeah, you want. Yeah, no, your whole face. Your whole face. <laughs> your whole face. Tattoo, tattoo Tales Yet Told on your whole face. And follow us on Twitter, yep. Instagram, and Tumblr at Tales Yet and Told. And, and, and join the Discord. The link's Do it. on the things that I just said. 
Uh, and you can also find out more information on our website about uh, this series and our other series and about who we are as people at TalesYetTold.com. Yeah. And wait, it, the merch is still there too, right? Uh, merch still merch. does exist, yes. Uh, right. Which is, yeah. uh, it was uh, merchyetsold.com, I believe. Uh, haven't so used good. it in a while. But so if you good. want merch, go get that. So, so good. Plus, we, got, plus we're gonna get, we have new merch that's gonna that's gonna be coming out soon. I just oh. I just I just uh-huh. have to I just oh. have to actually do the thing. Got new merch. Oh, oh, new merch. Oh, you wanna wear it? You wanna be on the streets. You wanna be on the in the sheets. There you go. If you don't get it tattooed on your face, you can wear the merch instead. We will accept that as a wear it on your body. Or do both. Matching set. All I'm saying is. Get and get we've hit the, Get the tales yet told <laughs> bedroom set. If you want to impress the woman of your life, or the man, or anyone really, yeah, um, regardless of gender, invite, don't be invite surprised. them over. And the second they step in your room and they see those crisp tales yet told bed sheets, ooh. <laughs> Oh, just a full comforter. I'm going to have to make bed sheets now because people are going to be expecting bed sheets. So I guess I'm making bed sheets. No, I'm I'm kind of a solids person. Well, Mm. here we are at the end of it, gang. Hey, Avery, uh, did you defeat a major foe? No. Did you gain significant treasure? Is friendship treasure? Um, friendship (laughs) in this case is not a significant treasure. Treasure. The, the experience is knowledge, though, and knowledge is treasure to Avery. <laughs> I don't think that's what they mean. I'm so uh, sorry. Fine. But did you but accomplish no. one of your character's goals? Yes. Yeah, you, you talked to both of the people you wanted to talk I to. I did. Uh, so you get to choose one. Mark one experience, add one rank with someone, or clear all of your weaknesses. I don't think you have any weaknesses. I'll take one rank with Felix. Oh, okay. That wasn't the one I was expecting. I like that. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. The the very end, he he got me. The very end. He got you at the end. He's just possessed by a demon. He can't help it. I'm on Felix's side now. Yes. Good. Uh, (laughs) Thorin and Eldoris, did you defeat a major foe? No. Did you gain significant treasure? No. Did you accomplish one of your character's goals during this session? Yes, the stalking was successful. That sounds about right. I think I agree with that. While Thorin, mark one experience, add one rank with someone, or clear all of your weaknesses. Eldorus would like to add rank with Felix. Ah, Okay. I'm loving this okay. guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Felix getting all, all of, of these friends. people who like, aw, Felix finally getting friends. Loser. Finally got some friends. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. People are finally sitting with the weird kid at the lunch table. <laughs> the weird emo kid at the lunch table with his big hat and his mask. First one to reach out to them was a raven. Was a bird. <laughs> was a bird. Yeah. Tumblr ass fucking story birds. having motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bryn, did you defeat a major foe? Uh-uh. Gain significant treasure. Mm-mm. Accomplish one of your character's goals during this session. I'm gonna say not for real. Really? You did kind of catch up a little bit. D- there is so much shit going on. That's so fair. It is fair. a drop in the bucket. That's so fair. Okay, understood. Like, to be fair, all I learned was apparently Avery used the arrow, is having a time. Eldorus talks now. Bird talk. That's it. 
That's all I and know. And all the, the weird vision stuff. But that's just Avery. That is just Avery's perspective. That is true. That is just Avery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even, I, first of all, I don't even know what happened with the other group. I know they got a coin from the shadows. Well, <laughs> hey, well, that's what we're going to start with next section. This has been a distressing day for Bryn. Yeah. <laughs> Gus, uh, did you defeat a major foe? Yeah, we can skip through all of Felix's stuff. He didn't do anything. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you definitely didn't get anything, bud. Okay. No. Tragic. <laughs> well, as a consolation prize, Gus, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me on the internet at August underscore Nobby. I believe that's correct. Yes. Let's go. Underscore. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and uh, that's that, that's really it. Amen. I guess YouTube. Yeah, you Ooh. fucking playing it up. Playing it up. Very music. Watch, watch, watch for some stuff pretty soon. Ooh. Ooh. Like Ooh. maybe tomorrow. Oh, we'll see. wait, tomorrow okay, for us damn. or tomorrow for them? No, yeah, tomorrow for us. <laughs> oh, so it's already oh. out. Oh, yeah, so anyone listening just... to this, hopefully it's already out. Yeah. If not, yeah. I've messed something up very bad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, go look at Gus's stuff. Marcy, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, man, I really want to say the Whopper tab again, but I'm not gonna. I kind of did. <laughs> you, can find me on, you can find me on Twitter. At, uh, my, my Twitter is at Soapy Squid, but instead of a Y, I'm using an IE because I'm kind of silly like that. Whoa. I just kind of post stream of consciousness and my ass. So, yeah. That's accurate. Stream of consciousness. Oh, stream hey. of consciousness. Hilda coming through. Oh, my. Break the mold, Hilda. Breaking the mold. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Alice, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the bird site at Horror Writers, spelled W-H-O-R-E underscore O-R underscore the word writer, where I, yeah, stream of consciousness sometimes it's art talking about the show all that fun stuff yeah and hilda where can people find you on the internet i'm always hanging out in the tales yet told discord so come join the discord meet peoples yeah 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 Yeah. come to the discord which is in the place i already said earlier it's in all the descriptions of our socials right yeah cool (laughs) Uh uh-huh I just figured I'd repeat that for posterity's sake. Absolutely. Tales yet told. Well, other than that, don't forget to go out, eat enough food, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and take care of yourself. Because self-care is very important, uh, especially in days like these. And don't forget to love yourself. Like we love you. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> we love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. We out.
proud member of the Rainbow Roll Network. Rainbow Roll. Our stories, our voices.